You're now tuned in to the Own Your Power radio show with holistic business coach and author Simone Kelly Brown. We'll help you transform your passion into the lifestyle you deserve. Identify your purpose and uncover your greatness. Live your life with vision and prosperity. Receive guidance from our experts who will help you improve your life personally and professionally. Tune into the shows that cover personal growth, health and wellness, and business development to emerge into a new you now. Anything you want, it's attainable. It's time to own your power. Hope you're ready to own your power. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the Own Your Power living room, and uh, the studio is jam packed tonight. Make some noise, studio! If you are new to Own Your Power, this is your first time, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm a holistic business coach and life coach with Own Your Power Communications. Our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. We're here in sunny South Florida in the Own Your Power studios, powered by Media 55, um, my big brother, Stan Harris and Trent Partridge. And today, my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx is out of town today, <laughs> but um, I do have standing in, in for him is my, my big sister. Her name is, and she's my mentor, her name is Valerie Crawford. Welcome, to Valerie. Thank you, Simone, for having me. I'm feeling the oneness in the room. Yes, yes. And um, she's actually a spiritual life strategist. I always say that everything that comes out of her mouth sounds like a Hallmark card, so <laughs> like I want to walk, walk behind her with a notepad and just take notes, <laughs> but um, I think you know she's an, a perfect addition to today's show, so welcome to the fam. Thank you so much, and I'm excited to be here and learn something. Yeah, definitely. Uh, learn something. You gonna te- I know you're going to teach us a little something, too. Well, teaching is about learning. Every teacher teaches, and every person should learn. Right, right. So um, if this is your first time, again, welcome to the family. We have thousands of listeners worldwide and, um, you know, listeners from Miami to Italy. And I'm just just like blown away by it's almost going to be a year that we've been on the air. And I mean, I can't believe we have people like in Russia, people from Italy sending me their music, like, please play my music. (laughs) Um, You know, we have people in Seattle and Alabama are like one of our biggest states. I don't know who's listening, but they they love us. They're listening for long periods of time. So that's pretty good. And obviously Miami, you know, South Florida and what have you. But I want to thank all of you people for listening and helping us, you know, get the Own Your Power power movement out there. Um, If you want to find out more about our services and our memberships and our programs, you can just go to Own Your Power lifestyle.com that's own your power lifestyle.com well if you missed the show last week last week we talked about hip-hop the topic was a part two topic called what happened what, what happened to um real hip-hop and um you know real hip-hop. wow because the stuff on the radio now i don't know what that is but <laughs> <laughs> so um and I, I was told that we don't call it old school we call it true school the, the hip-hop that that we think I is like good, that good is true school so you know because there's actually a lot of good music out there now um, hip hop and R and B and what have you, but it's not being heard because of the radio industry. You know, they're putting out there the, the stuff that poisons the kids' minds and talk talks about foolishness, obviously. But <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of the good stuff isn't being heard. But we did, we had a really good good top a good conversation. So if anybody wants to hear that show, just go to our website and download the podcast, and you can get it from iTunes. Um, so tonight's show is very very a very insightful topic. 
Um, I'm very excited about it. It's something that you actually inspired, Valerie, when we were talking about um, ideas of what we should, we should talk about, and you actually brought up the topic about religion versus spirituality. Yes, I know. One of the things that I always say is religion should be the one thing that unifies us, and oftentimes it divides us. So I think this is a beautiful topic so that we can get to oneness, which is all of our source and creator wants us to be, which is one. And I think we can get there tonight. Yes, I think so, too. And, you know, it's funny. The second I brought up the topic on Facebook, everybody's like, oh, my God, you're going to talk about religion? Or, you know, and people think it's supposed to be some, like, argument. And it, just, it blows me away because it's such a, a topic that nobody wants to talk about. It's like, hush, hush, you can't share your views or you can't ask questions. And that's why I think this forum is so important because that's why I created the Onion Power Radio Network so that we can inspire people and educate them so that people don't have these judgments because they just assume something about somebody because they don't know. At the end of the day, it's, it's all a lot of things we learned from our parents who probably didn't know any better too. So. <laughs> so I think, you know, educating people and showing them other views can help help people, you know, maybe not necessarily to convert them to another religion. That's not the goal of the show. It's just to educate and, and let them get away from, you know, being scared to discuss religion. And I'm glad, Simone, that you were a visionary and you were bold enough to be able to tackle this topic because you are right. Most people will not tackle the topic, particularly with the honor guests and the many views that we have in the room tonight. So thank you for being a visionary yeah, on this you, one. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, I'm hoping nobody beats me up later, but, you know, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but I, I had a few guests that wanted to come on, but were scared. Because either they thought they were going to lose clients from it, um, they didn't want to start an argument because they didn't want to share their view. You know, so I just think it's interesting that we are, a lot of us are afraid to share our views because we don't want people to judge us. And you know what I say about fear? You can't be fear and spiritual at the same time. Pick one. Oh, I like that. See what I'm talking about? So. I need to write down, you know, some of this stuff that she says. I'm using them on my Facebook posts. <laughs> I've quoted you once or twice. So, you know, the overall, the overall purpose of the show is also to um, have people from different backgrounds share their beliefs, give us some education on it. We also want to talk about heaven and hell. The topic is, is called, um, Won't We All Go to Heaven? And funny enough, uh, <laughs> I give a shout out to my boy, Todd Goodwin, who's a chiropractor in Miami. Um, he actually, I posted on, on Facebook today, um, what are your views on heaven? heaven? Do, do you believe that there's an afterlife? And a lot of people say, yes, I think there is. I'm almost, I'm positive or I feel there's something there. And then um, he goes, do we all go to heaven? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then he said, no, he does believe in heaven. And he actually, I wanted him to, he's um, Jewish, and I actually wanted him to come on the show. I guess he couldn't. But he said that he wouldn't be a good representation because of um, his beliefs. You know, he has like a, a, ver a various, you know, mixture of beliefs, spiritual. And, you know, and I, th I think that's interesting because a lot of people don't want to be put in a box. And, you know, I think that this is what we're going to talk about today <laughs> to go a little deeper into how do you how do you view yourself or what do you, you preach? So let's talk about the definition, Valerie, of religion. Break that down. For me, religion is doctrine. It's a, it's a dogma. So what I tend to do is live my life through a spiritual energy rather than through a dogma. And I think what that allows me to be is to connect with everyone through the oneness of the source that has created us all. Did I hear some church folk up here saying <laughs> amen? <laughs> Praise the Lord. No, no it was funny because on my way <laughs> on my way here, we had some traffic and um I texted uh uh Chris, my assistant, I, that um, you know, I said, Oh, 
just pray that I get there. He said, oh, today's show is about religion, right? <laughs> and he was like, amen. I was like, we're going to have all these religious jokes. So, um, you know, I thought I'd try to get a diverse group of people. So I, I, I wanted to get more, but, you know, realistically, we couldn't. It took us forever just to get started today because we have so many people and so many things to talk about. But I really would love to um, maybe make this a series. Who knows? We can probably make this a discussion. I think we, it should be because if you figure out life is a series, your religion has to be a series in terms of how you walk the walk. So... This should be a, spe- uh, a series so that we can get to where we want to at the end. Right. So. Um, one of the, the definitions that I did want to read, too, was that uh, from, I guess, Webster's Dictionary, um, is that religion is the belief in or worship of a superhuman controlling power. I've never heard that term before, superhuman. Neither have I. <laughs> Sounds kind of spooky. <laughs> and then it says, especially a personal god or gods. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting, you know, description so we can get into that as well but tell us who's on the show tonight Val I am so excited our guests tonight Simone are Darrell Davis Knight who's a minister who is a minister Rabbi B as he says from his Brooklyn days Rabbi B that's his street name I like Rabbi B (laughs) we have Narisha Street we have Melissa Canseo and we have Aisha Medina here with us tonight yes so let's give them a hand we're gonna introduce them in the next segment uh, but before we get started, I want to just give a, a, a big shout out to um, my main man Jackson, who's going to keep the party going. He'll be he'll be here in the next uh, next after the break to serve all of our our guests. And um, for those who don't know, um, he might be serving holy wine and some water. I don't know. I was going to say that. What does holy, Jackson no, serve? Holy water and some wine. I said it backwards. <laughs> But, um, you know, he's our sexy butler. And, and I, I, I would joke around and say we need a bouncer. But tonight, I don't think so. I think we have a nice, educated. Yeah, we don't need a bouncer tonight. We don't have tonight. any rah-rah no. kind of crowd tonight. So I think we'll be fine. Um, I already warned the people, you know, that I'd have to escort them out if they, they would act like that. So I think we're good. <laughs> I am from the Bronx. Don't let the Amherst come off. <laughs> so if you don't know already, we have a kitchen that is sponsored by BringOrganicsBack.com, Chef Chad Cherry. We love Bring Organics Back. Mm -hmm. They are a personal chef service that offers meal deliveries in South Florida. They use organic and natural ingredients, providing healthier alternatives for you. They will also offer, and they offer services in the private and executive catering and more. Check them out at bringorganicsback.com. Yes, I can't wait to the break to um, get some of that food. (laughs) So again, for those who are listening, if you're new, Please like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com forward slash own your power radio. That's facebook.com forward slash own your power radio. Everybody in the studio, if you aren't a fan, make sure you do it. Uh, we're going to be back soon. Well, it's that time. We're going to take a break. But before we go, have your pens, smartphones, iPads out and take some notes because you will learn tonight. We'll be right back with Own Your Power Lifestyle Radio Show after the music break. And we need to pay some bills. That's right. i 
This is Takiya Young of CoreConnectionLifestyle.com, and I'm here at the Own Your Power radio station having a good time and listening to good vibes. Hello, everyone out there in this wonderful world. This is Angie Yarich Spader from LA Tan Span Medical Aesthetics, and I'm hanging out here with Simone, whom I've, whom I've known for so many years at Own Your Power radio station, where everything exciting happens. You're only eight weeks away from becoming a CEO. Enroll today in Own Your Power Communications' groundbreaking course, Eight Weeks to CEO. This powerful eight-week program is based on Simone Kelly's book, Jack of All Trades, Master of None, and features her private coaching, which will keep you focused on a progressive transformation of your business. If you're ready to fire your boss, an entrepreneur at heart, a business owner, and are overwhelmed with your business, you'll benefit tremendously when you sign up for this personalized business development program. It will give you the knowledge, tools, insight, and confidence to lead your company and create extraordinary results. Eight weeks to CEO. Enroll today for one-on-one or online classes. For more information, call 877-545-7352. That's 877-545-7352. You're only eight weeks away from becoming a CEO. Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with Valerie Crawford. And today's topic is, won't we all go to heaven? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll go somewhere. <laughs> so um, to, tonight in the living room we have... Again, I'm delighted to have our guest tonight. And tonight we have Darrell Davis Wright. Night. 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 Thank you for having me. Glad to be back. Woo! Woo! Yeah, she's been on the show before. Rabbi B, you're up. That's Rabbi Brashevitsky, but uh, he's like, get it right. A little guy like me, (laughs) B is enough. (laughs) Welcome, Rabbi. We have Narisha Street. Hi, nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. We have Melissa Canseo. 
Hi, thank you guys for having me back. I love the studio and what an awesome group that we have here tonight. And last and never not least, we have Anisha Medina here. Aisha. Aisha, Aisha Medina. It's great to be here. I'm feeling the power at Own Your Own Power. Love, Simone. Own Your Power. Everybody always wants to add the extra word. It says Own Your Power. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm glad you heard that. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, thank you so much for coming, everybody. But before we get started, we're going to call Jackson, our, our lovely, Ooh. handsome... Um, look, she's getting ready. She's... <laughs> Our butler to um, order some drinks. So one second, let me. Get, everybody's thirsty. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, Jackson. Okay, here he comes. Oh, oh he's cute. <laughs> Hi, Jackson. Focus on your drink. What, do you, what would you like to order? Ooh, um, can I have a um, banana, uh, a banana cream smoothie? That'd be awesome. Okay. I'm gonna stay away from the holy water tonight, but I will have some holy wine, communion <laughs> wine. How about that? <laughs> And I'll have some nice water with lemon, please. I'll have some wine. If it was good enough for Jesus, it's okay for us. <laughs> I'm going to have what my grandfather drank, borscht. What's that? Borscht. Borscht. You got to tell us what that is. You don't want to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a green kale smoothie. Okay. Mm. And I'll have a virgin pina colada. All right. Virgin. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Virgin for me. Hey, Virgin Mary representing us. <laughs> I went to Catholic school, so you went. <laughs> I'm getting started. So, uh, Jackson, thank you, Jackson. Thank you, Jackson. Thank you, Jackson. Don't be thank rude, ladies. Jackson. All right. So, um, <laughs> all right, so he'll be back. He'll be back with our drinks shortly. So um, let's just kind of before we get started, I just want to go over some ground rules. And everybody, I think you guys are like I said, you're 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 good. But this show, the point of this show, the reason why we wanted to do this show is to educate people, to open people's minds. Um, it's not to convince or to convert anybody. It's not to tell people that their way is the wrong way. That's not the goal of the show. Um, so I really want to just get that point across in the beginning because um, sometimes people do get heated when you start talking about religion. This is not Jerry Springer. No chairs will be swinging. <laughs> Nobody showing beads. <laughs> So I just wanted to get that point across. But um, you want to start start off with some of the, the questions we have here, Val? Yes. First, if we can go around and have everybody talk about their source and what your faith is. And we'll start with you, Narissa. Hi. Okay. Well, um, first of all, my name is Narissa Street. Um, and I am a licensed spiritual teacher for the Universal Foundation for Better Living. Um, you can also find me at narissastreet.com. Um, my source is God. Uh, that's it, what we call it. And uh, my belief is that there is only one power and there's only one presence in the universe. It's God, the good, omnipotent, and it is equally everywhere present. And it is accessible to everyone. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hi, Darrell Davis-Knight, a licensed Christian minister. Uh, don't wish to get into denominations since you, you know, clearly explained to us that's not the focus. Um, my belief is in God, however... Um, the Trinity, God the Father, Jesus Christ, His Son, and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So I, I'm loving how you guys are summing us up in like this little bit of time. Very quick. There's no way I could do that, but yeah. Hi, my name is Melissa Cantu. I'm a spiritual medium, also an acupuncture physician, teacher, and uh, aspiring author. Um, my, I was raised Catholic, so I had a certain view growing up, but uh, over the last 10, 15 years, it's really transformed. And so 
when uh when you ask the question it is god it is the source it is everything it is the universe and it doesn't matter what anyone calls it um but for me it's just this the omnipotent being that uh knows all loves all and is universal love thank you hey guys my name is aisha i am a truth student i do attend the universal truth center i have a really diverse background. I was raised as a Muslim. I was also raised as a Baptist and I also attended Kingdom Hall. So I have seen all types of religions and I just embrace the oneness. I think that no matter what you call it, there is a higher power and there is a power within each of us to tap into that universal source of truth, of God, of whatever you want to call it. It is the light that shines within you. Thank you. I'm Rabbi Prashevitsky. Um, obviously, I'm Jewish. The only Jewish boy here in the group. <laughs> the only boy. Um, and um, I would like to say that my source of power is actually, I would say, our source of power. I think uh, kind of, it's been said already, is God, the creator of the world. There's no other source of power. Um, I believe very strongly in the source of power that's in each and every one of us. Every person has the power in them, the good in them, and it's just a matter of bringing it out. It's like having a outlet in the wall. You're not going to get the power unless you plug into it. Love oh, it. Thank you. Wow. wow. Well, good stuff, huh? Wow. I feel like praying. <laughs> no, but I, I was telling somebody about uh, this show, and I said, man, this sounds like like a real bad uh, joke you had at a bar. There was a rabbi, a medium, and a, and a preacher walked into the room, and... Uh, <laughs> But let me begin the show. All right. So, so we, we kind of got an idea of everybody's, you know, overall spiritual beliefs. Um, so now, I, one of the things I did like is that there is a similarity, obviously. Um, there are some differences. Um, me, myself, I'll just kind of tell you my, my little background, a little, just a little bit. Um, I was raised at home Presbyterian. I went to Catholic school. And this is another reason why I wanted to do the show. I used to get in trouble for asking questions, which I think is ridiculous. And I don't understand, you know, I, I used to be like, well, why in the Bible they say we're not supposed to worship um, statues and idols, but how come every morning we have to pray, we got to do the Hail Mary, and then we have to do the um, Pledge of Allegiance? Like, I never understood that. <laughs> and they would be like, just be quiet, girls. Stop asking questions. <laughs> or you're told, have faith, have faith, but don't ask questions. I'm, not, I'm okay with the faith, but I wanna, if I want to ask and do research, don't, I shouldn't be chastised for that. True. So that's one of the things I just like for people to you know, not be afraid to do research, not to be afraid to ask questions, you know. Um, I practiced Buddhism for many years. Right now, I just call myself spiritual. I'm not representing any faith today. But the thing that was actually funny growing up, well, not growing up, but, like, when I became, when I started to call myself Buddhist, um, which was, like, 2001, my mother lost it. It was like I was worshiping the devil. You would have thought I st- I joined, like, a, a cult that was killing kittens and babies. <laughs> And I think it was, to me, what I noticed the most with her, and, you know, I love my mom. Today's her birthday. Shout out to Velma Kelly. Oh, hey, all right. <laughs> which, I, which I also think is very ironic that um, today is her birthday. And, you know, this is this was a topic that we, you know, bump heads all the time. But um, thank, thankfully, before she passed away, we were on the same page. You know what I mean? But it was interesting, and I just have to say this. She's going to be mad at me. But um, when I started to um, practice Buddhism, she said, what is that? Some You're going to be down with Al-Qaeda? Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> what are you doing, Al Qaeda? I was like, Al-K-. she's Jamaican, in case you want to know what accent I'm doing. Uh, and I'm like, mommy, that has nothing to do with Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda, you wow. know, I just thought it was hilarious. You said she didn't know. But it's just yeah. the. But she kind of laughed after she said it because that's that. You know, it's just like it's just the fear. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And I sent you to school, Catholic school, all those years, and I sent you like almost yes. like oh, everything she did was a waste. Like because I'm 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 now another religion. You know. So to me, it just and it was fear. A lot of it was fear because she didn't understand, and I would try to bring her books and show her things, and oh, that's blasphemy, and you know everything, <laughs> everything that she didn't understand would freak her out. But eventually, she saw a change in me, and I, and that's the only thing. I'm not again. I'm not promoting any religion, but the change in me that I learned was not to react so much because me and her were like I said, we butt heads. You know what I mean? If anybody's into horoscopes, Taurus and Aries, the Rams and, and the Bull, <laughs> we butt heads all the time, and I noticed. Once I started to meditate more and chant and what, everything that I was doing, whenever she would push that button, it wouldn't work. And she would be like, wow, it's not working anymore. Like, you know, this stuff must be, she must be doing something. <laughs> so, you know, that was an interesting switch in her. And she saw, she learned how to respect me. I learned how to respect her. So it would be when I would visit her or stay at her house, I'd be like, oh, mom, I'm, I'm chanting or I'm, I'm, I'm meditating. And she, and she, and she, or I would go bother her. And she's like, come on, I'm reading my Bible. And I'm like, oh, sorry. When you're, when you're doing your stuff, I don't bother you. So that's what we would have that little, you know, joke back and forth. So it, it became a mutual respect of each other's, you know, what works for you works for you. You know, and that's how I look at religion. If you want to go worship Papa Smurf and it makes you a good person, <laughs> as long as you're a good person and you're helping people and you're kind and loving, who cares? But, you know, that's the only thing. I'm, I'm not, I don't judge people. And I think that this whole show should be about getting clear on that because that's the thing I don't like about certain religions. I'm not going to name one because there's not one. A lot of the religions do that. You have your extremists extremists in every religion, to be honest, no matter what. Mm -hmm. But um, that's my overall thing of what I wanted to, why I wanted to talk about this because, again, it's so hush-hush and you don't talk about these things. You know, we're we're taught in career, in in your career, don't talk about religion, don't talk about politics. You know, but this is my own radio network. I talk about whatever I want. (laughs) But religion should be modeled. If, if you're practicing a religion, it should be modeled in your behavior. People ought right. to be able to see the light and whatever that may be right. and whatever you may choose. Right. So it ought to be modeled in right. your life right. and yeah. not just on Sunday or Saturday or Preach when you're about it. where there you go. are. <laughs> yeah, that cracks me up how people just go to church on Easter and, right. and uh, Christmas. <laughs> but, I mean, that's because that's because they they don't feel a, a sense of connection to it outside of that. And so they're only going on those holidays because of that draw to their their family. Right, oh, I gotta right. go, and I got an obligation. But God shouldn't be an obligation. Right, it should be a part a part of you. Yeah. So, uh, well, you brought up God. So, will each of you define God? Oh, okay. Well, we kinda, yeah, well, we, we kind of did. Not, yeah. Well, not really. No, what what we talked about is what the religion represents, okay. but God, the oh. spirit, is something different in each person. So define God. Okay. Um, well, for me, um, and one of the reasons that I am aligned with the particular practice that I'm aligned with, is for me, God is the highest, perfect, most absolute good expression of not only myself, but everyone that I share this planet with. And it is the power and the presence that is supporting each and every one of us. It is impartial. There's a, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, God makes it to rain on the just and the unjust. It is present everywhere. It's accessible everywhere. And you'll notice that I'm saying it as opposed to he or she. God in me is the same as God in, in the rabbi. 
And so at that spiritual level, it is the potential of each and every one of us. And it is love. It's a spirit of love. It's a spirit of, of personal growth. It's a spirit of, of personal truth. Uh, my spiritual beliefs is that God is a spirit, um, that God is love, that God is the way, um, God is the truth, and God is the light. Okay. Uh, my view on God is that, again, this omnipotent being that is unconditional love, um, whether it's he or she or it, it is this, it's something you can't put in a box, so it's very difficult to define. And in our, you know, small minds that we could never really uh, compete with you know God's greatness but um, it is this unconditional love that is out there but it's inside of us so each one of us is God and God is all around us and so there is no separation we're all one you know I think when you are ready to receive God God is always there uh, just like the rabbi said it's like the electricity you have to be plugged into it I had a near-death experience years ago, and I saw angels. I saw God's presence, his warmth. I felt it. And I just blacked out from an allergy, a food allergy. I didn't know I was allergic to um, a lychee nut. And when I blacked out, I saw the white light. I saw this tunnel of white light and two illuminating angels that were smiling and telling me to come to them. And... I just kept shaking my head saying, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And then the next thing I remember, I was in the ambulance wow. being taken to the hospital, and I had to write that down that very day and record it. And, and so I, I had um, written documentation of it. And then I started studying, you know, all these encounters of people saying they had seen the light or I crossed over to the other side. And when you're ready to receive God, as I said before, that's when God will reveal the power in itself to you. And I feel from then on, I kept developing this personal relationship with God. I never felt close to God as a young person, even with the exposure of all the religions that I had been exposed to. I only felt confused. So God is real. It's just funny that I'm, you saw me smiling. I don't know if you did, but... Um, we're actually doing a show on, on near-death experiences. I, there's actually, like, organizations. I don't know if you've heard of it. I don't know the names of them, but I have two people that I know that have um, pa- passed away and came back, right? You know, wow, yeah, I've heard of that. It, so you'll be on that show, uh, okay. <laughs> if you remember enough, you know. <laughs> okay, I remember a lot. But I've talked to other people that have done that, um, have been through that experience, and it, it's, it's profound and it's beautiful at the same time. And uh, it's a little frightening at the same time, too. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I think the truth be said that uh, in no way can I disagree with anything that's been said. Mm-hmm. Yet, on the other hand, I would state the following. Um, God is infinite. He's beyond any description. He's beyond any means of our imagination. Remember, anything that we can imagine, anything that we can describe, is bound to our finite imagination. So therefore, I would say God is infinite. God is therefore all over. Um, you can look at the people sitting in the room. You can look at the couch. You look at the material. Look at the wall. Look at the colors. That's all God. The truth is God is there when you want to see him. Um, and what I mean by you want to see him, you're not going to maybe see a light. You know, we expect something like we expect something in the Hollywood movies. Um, it's not going to be some drama. It's not going to be some, um, you know, 
lightning or anything. Right. It can just be something as simple as seeing the beauty in creation and seeing what God did. And most importantly, purpose. You know, it's interesting that you said, and, I, and I've seen this as, as, as across mo- almost all religions, is that a lot of the religions say there's no beginning, there's no end. The, you know, the, uh, what is it, the Omega? But I mean, almost every religion I've seen that, because even as a kid, I used to say, well, mom, who created God? And it's like, we can't even fathom, like, how this works. You know, like, there's no, nobody can really explain it, like, how we got here, or, you know, it's just, it's, well, the it's moment unexplainable. You, the moment you can put a word on it, a description, it's not God. Yeah. The only, the only thing is, and I understand that, you know, we all, in some form or another, read the Bible, otherwise known as the Old Testament, or whatever it may be. Um, those are descriptions that God himself gives. God spoke, God saw, God heard. Now, that's a different thing. That's only metaphor. Mm-hmm. But in essence, for a human being to describe God is impossible. We only do the, we only describe it in certain terms so we can have a better um, grasp of it, so we can relate to it. I agree with the rabbi. I always say we try to describe God through our myopic view of being human, but God just is, and it has no definition, and it's infinite in all that it is. I know I tend to hear a lot, you know, like I, we heard here, God is love. Is that mm-hmm. untrue? No, of course, God <laughs> is love. But does, is love big enough of a word or term to really capsulize, capture what God is? No. And God is not love. We do see things in the world that the human mind cannot and should not unless, of define. course, somebody define as love. I right. mean, don't tell me when you see disasters and you see tragedies that you, you could actually understand that it's love. Now, we don't have a description for it. I can better deal with it saying, look, that's God. I don't, I don't know. But it's certainly not love because if somebody loves their kids that way, you're going to call in the Child Protective Services, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's not love in the defined manner that we know love to be. So we have to be, I think we have to be careful when we start Try to define it, yeah. Try to define Cause it. Because the thing that, I mean, you know, the typical des- description of God or like in pictures and what have you is like this big man with big hands and a beard and a way <laughs> we picture it as one person. But I, I don't know, it sounds like you guys and – I could be paraphrasing, are describing it as an energy or, or like a yeah. something that, what do you, how would you describe it? Yeah, I mean, I think. She said no, so. Oh. Feels like a game show. You, you, AB. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm um, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, for for me, um, it is a spiritual, it is something that is, is all-encompassing and it is something that cannot be encapsulated in one human. Now, there is, there are humans, not just one. There mm-hmm. are humans who have manifested and shown, demonstrated high levels of divinity and high levels, and I even say, I even hate saying it like that, but high levels of connection with God. And when you have a high level of connection, then that's where you can see some of the miraculous things and and outward displays of love and outward displays of of extravagance and abundance and all that other kind of stuff. But you're you're right. I don't feel that it can be defined by one, one being. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to um, take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back to get more into this. And I know. Where's he with the drinks? I mean, come oh. <laughs> 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 Well, he'll be, he'll be back in the next, next segment with the drinks. I thought, uh, you, you're, whatever you had, he probably had to go run to the store and get it because it sounds very complicated. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be back with more insightful conversation on Own Your Power Radio. Must be. Must be. Must be. Must be. 
Sean Coach Simone Kelly sitting next to my big sister Valerie Crawford. And today we're talking about uh, heaven and hell and oh, who will go to heaven? Who will go to hell? Well, won't we all go to heaven is the question. <laughs> so um, let's, well, we, I don't know if you had something you wanted to say on the last um, break. We were talking about Darrell. You had one last thing? No? You good? Okay. All right. I want to make sure everybody gets covered. All right. So the overall question is, do you believe in heaven and hell? Or like, wh- how would you describe it? Anybody want to jump in? I would like to ask the medium first. Oh, she didn't talk much. So talking to get close to that mic there. Let's, let's hear. Um, well, I had, a, I had my own views, obviously, growing up. I was raised Catholic, went to Catholic school. So I had my own views on, on what that was until I actually started to, you know, do my mediumship and, and channel and, and talk to these beings on the other side. Um, from what I have learned throughout the, the last 10, 15 years, is that um, in regards to hell, hell is a place that what they've shown me is when your when your spirit uh, separates from your body, and they there is a light that opens up for them to cross over. Um, a lot of times, spirits will feel that they're not they're, they sh- they don't deserve to go into the light. For example, somebody because of a religion, you know, because of the religious beliefs, have told them that they can't cross into light because they had sex before marriage or had had these sins and didn't go to confession before. And so these spirits have told me, you know, no, I don't deserve to go into the light and I'm going to stay right here. So for me, in the way that a lot of times they don't even know they haven't crossed over. Sometimes they don't know they've even died. And so for me, that's hell. That's like, you know, some people call it purgatory. um, But that would would be my view of hell. Um, And then, of course, earthbound spirits. Earthbound spirits, yes. And so my job is whenever I come across them is to help them into the light, you know, using either talking to them or, you know, asking other angels to come in and, and helping them to um, to cross over. And on the heaven part. Wait, let's back up. Okay. Any fire and brimstone? No, no fire and brimstone. <laughs> it is, it's just a, a place where, you know, imagine if you're going through your your daily routine, not feeling connected to God and, and uh, you know, not knowing that you're, you're, you're gone. That is like your you own punishment. Which is, which is hell. And, and that's that's what has been explained to me. It's not like anything I've read out of a book. It's just kind of the conversations that I've had with them over the years. Um, and then, of course, heaven. Uh, your next question was heaven. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know, you know that scene in the movie Ghost, right? Yes. When he crosses over and this light comes out, and it it looks like that for me. It looks like that. There's this this, this blinding bright white light that um, I see family members, I see loved ones standing at the edge of it with their hands outstretched, waiting for them to cross over. And as soon as they cross in, it's like they remember all of all of their lives, which I know it's another topic, but they remember everything. They connect. They feel this, you know, this love, this, this thing that we can't describe that is God, that we are trying to by calling it love and all that. But it's this, um, this feeling that, I mean, it's I can't describe it to you, but all I can say is when they reach the light, their, bo- their body kind of does this, like they let go, they surrender. It is the most beautiful thing to witness. And so well, we might have to do another segment on like what happens on the, on the oh, other yeah. side because they, you're going to be on that show too. <laughs> Cause they do, you know, they talk about the life review and what happens when they're over there and all of that. But all I can say is that if it feels like they're, re- they're returned to love, they're returned to God, they return to all that is. And I, I would describe that as heaven. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Any parties happen in heaven? I'm just kidding. If you can't parties. have a party in heaven, where can you party? <laughs> I'm going to have a radio network in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
all the angels. They that will be on your power. Though. What'd you say? They said heaven is enjoyable. You're not going to Oh, what you trying to say? What you trying to say? Oh, I said rabbi. Oh, rabbi. You're going to be listening to us. Somebody going to have to. Rabbi going to get some duct tape on him in a minute. That's not God's life. <laughs> Rabbi, shade. All right, Wait, all right. Say the truth, though. Oh, yeah, he's from Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm from the Bronx. You know, there's like that war that we got going on. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard right, ahead, similar stories by people who have dealt with the spirit world. Um, Dan, Daniel Brinkling, mm-hmm. who, you, have you heard of him, who's passed away like three times and come back? Three at, times. Yes. Yeah. Once strike, struck by lightning. Um, so now he helps people cross over, particularly veterans who are um, dying in, in the hospital. And I find that fascinating. Um, I think, you know, there's heaven and hell as a state of mind in your human form. And there are a lot of people now that are Welcome in hell, hell right now. that yeah. are going through hell, that are believing in lack and limitation and living in uh, poverty of the mind. And then also experiencing poverty or experiencing, you know, jealousy and all all those things that we are called the, you know, seven deadly sins and um, what's considered that. And then there are people that are doing what they want to do for their life. They're living in their light. They are in heaven. They're living on purpose. They've found their purpose. They're searching for their purpose. Um, And they can be considered living in heaven. I think what you described also is when the physical body is no longer here and they're transitioning, they also have to figure out, do I want to be in heaven? Do I deserve to be in that state of consciousness? Or do I want to be in hell where I feel like I'm not good enough? I don't belong. And I think a lot of religions teach people and, and some of it has been from very, you know, ancient times of the way of controlling the masses. Teach people that you cannot go to heaven without doing this or without going through me or go or living by these set of rules. And I think that's very profound. Even and I'm, I'm, I don't knock any religions, but history shows there's a reason why Catholic priests cannot have wives. They did long a long time ago, but the Catholic Church didn't want them to have the property. So now they live as virgins, so-called virgins. And we've seen what happened with that. It's a way of controlling the masses, a way of controlling the masses. But I feel if you want to be in heaven, you can get into heaven. You can be in that mind state. If you want to be in hell, you can live in your own hell. I love it. Go ahead, Rabbi. Rabbi she got her job in there on the yeah, she, she got in there, yeah. <laughs> like- I stated history, Rabbi. What? Mm. You don't want to hear what I have to say about history. No. Oh, but anyway. I, I, <laughs> Play I, nice, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought we're not going to, you know. All right, go ahead. Um, no, I mean, honestly, I don't have a problem with you sharing your, your views. Like, that. I just, I just you know. No, no. Go just, ahead. just, uh, I have a few things to say about heaven and hell. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to be said, and you can't, you know, squeeze it into two minutes, especially not a guy like me. <laughs> but um, first of all, I'm not a travel agent. So you ask the question, you know, who's going to heaven, who's going to hell? <laughs> nice. okay. That's number one. Uh, well, we what, I could tell, what I could tell you is just in general, this is a general sense, the concept of heaven and hell in Judaism, especially if you study the Kabbalah. Mm-hmm. Heaven and hell is not what we imagine, you know, hell burning fire and God getting, you know, because if you think about it, it doesn't make sense. God's getting back at you. I messed up down here, so someone now he's going to, and what? For what purpose? For what end? What now? The idea in general, as a general rule, the idea of hell is actually a 
so to speak, a, a, a gateway, a bridge over to be able to help the soul to go from where it is now in the physical world, so to speak, and then enter a higher sense of being, oh. a higher state of being, which is heaven. However, imagine, imagine, just saying, imagine, you know, when we dress our children, put them in a nice little suit, go to a wedding, go to a certain function, and then they get it all dirty. So what do you do? You get you come outside and you try to scrub them off and you try to clean them up and, you know, you know what your mother did, you know, you know what I mean? And what happens is the kid, yeah, yeah, the kid, the kid is like, get away from me, but you're really doing, and it might hurt, you know, you straighten them out and you're like, why did you get yourself all dirty? What you really want to do is give him the opportunity to go inside and enjoy the festivities. Otherwise, the way he looks or the way she looks, they won't be able to come in and they won't be able to enjoy it. And even if they do come in, they're going to stand out. They won't enjoy it, not because nobody will allow them to enjoy it. They themselves will not be able to enjoy it. They just won't fit in. Right. So the soul, by so to speak, whatever you want to describe, define it as, you know, sins, misdeeds, or whatever it may be, accumulates those stains, those mm. filths, the filth, so to speak, and it just needs to be cleansed. So then it makes sense. It's not God punishing the soul. It's not God getting back at it, you know, this big God or this big, you know, the devil with the fit pitchfork, whatever they describe, <laughs> but it's rather someone being done a favor to. Doing him a favor is saying, now you can cleanse yourself from whatever it is and pass on. That's so number instead one. of flames, it's like boiling water to cleanse. No, no, no. It actually, it actually <laughs> maybe, it actually maybe flames. However, I think the whole, the whole, the general approach, you know, that people have, heaven, hell. You know what? Let's we'll, we're down here. Obviously, God wants us to be down here. I have my feet on the ground. I mean, you know, with all due respect, I don't know what you saw, what you didn't see. I remember hearing a song as a child. I mean, and I still hear the song. You know, it still rings in my mind. A Jewish singer, and he, the song goes like this. It says, "There's a small piece of heaven." in everyone's heart. Oh, I love it. A glorious gift from above. And basically ends off with the words, you know, find that thing, reach out and touch someone. Heaven and hell, I mean, I, I agree with, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know. Aisha. Aisha? Aisha. I, heaven and hell is, um, perhaps you can say, it's just a state of mind. Mm -hmm. In other words, in other words, you can make heaven, you can, you can make heaven, you can find the good in everything, or you can make hell. Or, I'll say it in a different, uh, I'll say it uh, in a, I kind of rephrase that. Hell is not about someone standing there with a stick and beating you up. Hell is getting the awareness of how you lived your life. And you can say the shame almost. Mm. Being in a, what we call, in, in Judaism, we call it the world of truth. Right. Being up there where there's truth. You see, we don't live in a world of truth. As true as you can be, as honest as you can be, as in most integrity you can have, we're still finite beings. We're right. still human beings. We still feel ourselves. We don't feel the other. Even, you know, even if we're great people. So the idea is when you get up there, what did I live for? My life, if it's meaningful, if it's of quality, I'm talking about spiritual quality, ethical quality, moral quality, social quality, mm -hmm. then... I have pleasure, I enjoy myself. In other words, I'm not standing out. Like, you know, when the lights go on, I'm not the guy without a suit and, without, you know, my birthday suit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm very comfortable when it's dark around me and no one can see me. But once the lights go on, right. no one has to say a word and I'm, I'm going to turn red. Right. You know it's what I'm very, saying? Very similar to what Melissa mentioned about the life review. Yeah, after uh, the, right. the, when he mentioned the standing there, you know, yeah. and having to go through everything. What, what, yourself, they've, really. what they've shared with me on the life review part is that you know, when you do cross over and you, you know, welcome, everybody welcomes you, that there is a part where you review your life from conception to death. And not only what you've done, but how you made the other people feel. 
So if I wronged you and you're in, at some point in our life, not only going to feel what I felt, but I'm going to feel what you felt. Wow. And there's this understanding that it all happens all at one time. So it could be like hell. It could be the shame that you feel. Um, but and it's it's incredible at the end. All, every soul says, I want to go back and do it again. I can do better this time. Yeah. Except for me. I think I'm on my last turn. Nice. And I've I felt like this since I was 13. Mm-hmm. But I was going to go back. The beauty of this is we're starting to see the commonality in our differences. Mm-hmm. And when you can do that through these types of discussions, you get to the oneness. And I think that's why we're really here to find the oneness in all of us. Absolutely. So, so my, really my, you know, if I was it. to summarize my point, I'm sorry. But if I was to summarize my point, Let's not be focused on what's going to happen later. What's going to happen later is going to happen later. We have to be focused about now. now. And now, not because we're living in the moment, but because now is what God is giving us the opportunity. And the way we know it is by the virtue of the fact that we're alive, that we're breathing. He's giving us the opportunity, and every opportunity uh, amounts to and equals to responsibility. Right. We have an ob- a privilege. It's an obligation. Right. We have right. to make, turn our lives into heaven, make it meaningful. Do something good for someone else. Do something good for ourselves. That is heaven. Live it now. If we could take this humanity right here and put it in the world, it would be awesome. There are people fighting over land or fighting for religions. There are over 200 girls that have been made to be in so-called Islam, and that's not Islam in Nigeria. Like, if we could have that love, respect, and humanity around the world that we are talking about and experiencing now, imagine what that state of being would be like on this planet. Well, when, you know, when you speak about brotherly love, I always say, look at the Bible, look at the first two brothers. Are what were they fighting about? <laughs> they wanted to get close to God. They had right. nothing to do with God. True. They killed true. each other. But right. that's, that's, uh, always been, true. that's always been the concern. We, we have this glimpse of God and, and in its allness. And each one of us has had an experience. I'm saying that because we're, we're all sitting here. Each one of us has had a personal experience. And that personal experience is so fleeting that sometimes you think you have to struggle to get it back. And so even what we're talking about here, about our bringing humanity this, it's here. And it's up to us to just turn on our own lights. And our own light is going to remind you what your light is. Mm-hmm. So I, I think and part of what you were talking about before about the life review, for me, you don't have to have God stand in front of me and tell me what I did wrong. The God in me knows no. already <laughs> what I need to do better. And so that review, those sins that we're talking about, the sins are not the, the, the error. The sins are not these mortal things that, that are... are, are um, that are, that are stains, as you say. The sins are things that say, okay, you know what? This is not your light. You're covering your light. So when you see in some way, shape, or form some darkness, it's not a bad thing. It's just something to be aware of so that you can shift and show more of your light. Wonderful. Amen. So, <laughs> so the, uh, Minister Durrell, do I call you Minister Durrell, Minister Knight? What do I call you? you? Know, I really <laughs> Just don't call late for titles. Call her what you want, but not late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So well, tell us your view. Your she's view. gonna serve it up right now. Yeah, on she probably, she's been, hell, she's so. been highlighting and stuff and carrying on no, over there. No, <laughs> she got the Bible out. Although I am convicted by my doctrine or what I believe, I'm just going back to the view of heaven and what it is that you know that convicts me, and that is um, that heaven is synonymous with paradise. 
And so when you look up the word paradise, you're going to find words like, you know, um, that it's a, it's a perfect state of complete happiness, that it's very beautiful, a very peaceful place, um, that it's an intermediate, meaning heaven, it's an intermediate place or a state where souls of righteousness um, awaits the resurrection and final judgment. And so that's just based on doctrine and the Christian mm-hmm. belief, right? And so heaven can be viewed as, in my opinion, um, as three things. And, you know, we have these three points that we like to, when we preach, you know, these three points. And one, 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 one of the um, one of the points is heaven can be viewed as um, a place, a locale, um, a third heaven, um, where we believe as Christians, where we believe that angels um, are, where God dwells, that what God created in the Old Testament, and that Jesus and Paul and John talks about in the New Testament. Um, we believe, or I believe, that heaven is not only a place, um, but heaven is a person. It's where Christ is. Um, and without him, I don't believe that there is a heaven. Because again, when we to put heaven, um, when we maybe look it up with the um, synonym of paradise, meaning it's a perfect state of happiness, um, a perfect, a beautiful place, a peaceful place, um, a place where there is no lack, where there is no want, where there is no chaos, where there are no girls being kidnapped and forced into slavery or, you know, forced to take on another religion. So we have a place, we have a person. And then back to where I started heaven being that place of paradise, that place of perfection, that place of divinity where love, unconditional love abides um, and where all can be one. So what about hell? I know the Christians like talking about that fire and brimstone. You better bring it. I know that's not. Well, we do believe. (laughs) We do believe that there is such a place called hell. However, me personally, although I do believe that hell exists, I am in no position to judge. Right. um, Because I believe that all will be judged or or viewed um, on the, on, I would say on a scale of mercy um, rather than merit, because there's nothing I don't think anyone can do to get into heaven or to buy your way, quote unquote, um, into a place called paradise or heaven, you know? And so personally, I believe that there is definitely a hell, um, but because I'm not a judge or jury, it's not my position to place anyone in either heaven or hell. I just rather live as though there is a heaven um, than to die and find out there is definitely (laughs) hell. I get, go ahead. You mentioned something about paradise and what comes to mind. And also Aisha kind of touched a point. If I was to summarize it in in a few words, I think the whole idea of heaven and hell has to be about what I can do for if it's a higher being, which includes for others, versus some of those, I call them cockamamie religions, which say, well, look, I believe that this is what's going to be good for me. And I'm convinced that if I do this, it's going to put me on the ship to get that. Now, you want to tell me why that justifies... Why mm-hmm. that justifies me doing some harm to others, or even if it's not harm, stepping on others or others' rights and so on. In other words, in two words, are you worshiping something higher than you? Call it heaven, call it God, whatever it is, or are you worshiping yourself? On that level, if it's just about what I'm going to get in paradise or right. what I think it is, right. if it's bigger sandwiches, if it's the, you know, the 70 <laughs> version, whatever it is, right? <laughs> you know what? 72. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a joke about that, but you don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, okay. But 
You know what I'm saying? So yes, then it's, it's, yes. it's just about, at the end of the day, it's not about worshiping whatever you want to call it. You want to call it Allah, you want to call it God. Right. It's about me worshiping me. When I'm down here, me worshiping me is to shoplift. Me worshiping me is to kill someone else. Me worshiping <laughs> me is to, to, to drink mm. and drive. When I'm up there or when I think I'm getting up there, it's me getting my 72 virgins or whatever it is. That's not what it's about. That's certainly not heaven and hell. Right. That we know we can take off the, off right. the chart. Well, you know, you bring a good point because that also brings up how religion is used um, when people say, if you don't do this or you don't follow my way or my church or my, you know, then you're going to, like, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't do something because of fear. You should do it because right. you want to do it. You're going to be a good person. Uh, are you married? And that's, that's <laughs> why Divorced. I, that's why, <laughs> that's why I stay away from fear-based religions. Right? Yeah. And what the rabbi said, it reminds me of what um, um, our dear departed uh, Reverend Mary used to say, if you want to name a devil, call it ego. Right. Ooh, ego. I like that. I like ego. That. So that's Y'all you really brought me to that. And every time you do something out of ego, you normally are so-called sinning. Right. I, I have and, a question. I'm sorry. This is um, for the rabbi. Um, why? And I, I saw you do this, and a couple of other people do this, but it's not. I don't know if it's just related to Judaism. Judaism, Judaism but Ju- you don't put Judaism. The o, you don't put the O when you put God. Like what's that about? Oh, and that's out of reverence for God's name. You see, the thing is, um, in in the in the uh, Torah, in the Bible, when it says, you know, what you should do to the or what should be done with the idols and you know the the paganistic things, mm-hmm. God says, quote, you shall not do so to me. So from there we have the prohibition of um, in any way defacing anything that's holy, uh, especially God's name. So whenever we write God's name. Um, we write it only, you know, abbreviated, so it's not the full name. Once you write the full name, even if it's a foreign language, not in Hebrew per se, right. it cannot be discarded. So lest, you oh. know, it end up in the garbage or something, so you write G-D. Or Ooh. even if I write Almighty, any name that's specific Ooh. to him, I'll write A-L-Mighty. Okay. Um, in does. fact, in, in Judaism, when conversing, we don't say the word God. We don't just throw it around. We use the word, and you'll see it. You can actually see in a lot of Jewish texts, you'll see the word Hashem. Yeah. Hashem literally means, quote, the name. Meaning, oh. we're, not ref- we're not, we're just the name, the holy name. We don't even say holy name, which is the name. So with Hashem is the commonly used word. Or in Yiddish, for example, I grew up with Yiddish, you know, more of European Jews will say the Abishter, which in English will translate to the one above. Oh, Ooh, see, we're breaking it down. Yeah, because I'm I saw, learning. I'm learning. I, I saw, um, saw you do it, but then somebody else that wasn't Jewish, I don't remember what religion they were, but they, they also did the dash. So I, I, now that it makes yeah. sense. Okay. Learn especially, especially, especially we tend to, you know, take things into the bathroom, discard them to get, you right. end up in the garbage with right. dirt, with filth, you know, with dirty diapers. I mean, my house, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of our, our pr- perspective as well is with I am. I am is the, the name of the Lord for, for us. And so you are not to attach I am to anything that do, is not one of the aspects of God. Okay. So you would never say, and I'm going to say it, and I'm, I'm going to say it with a Lightning is going to strike you? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> if she but it's, it's a matter of, of reverence for the Lord so, and, and the law of your being, the, the divinity within you. So you wouldn't say something and you wouldn't throw around I am sick. You wouldn't throw around, I am broke. Oh, wow. You wouldn't f- throw around those kind of things because that is not a representative of the aspect of God. Anything God of is lack. Anything, right. of lack. anything of lack. You don't, you don't do that. And so, I mean, the, the reverence for your, the divinity, the divinity that you have access to, the divinity that has chosen you as its temple, 
when you are using those words, I mean, I, I honor my, my Jewish brother who, who's, whose practice is that. Our practice is, is pretty much the same. I'm hmm. loving the similarities. <laughs> and I also, I also honor what you were talking about, about um, service. Service is very, very deep for me. I'm a new, new thought Christian. And one of the things about say, us, say that. What is a it new thought Christian, oh, okay. a new thought Christian, like unity, universal foundation okay. for better living. Um, yeah, we, we are, um, one of the things that, that, that actually kind of separates us. Or I wouldn't say separates us, but, but distinguishes up is us is our allegorical interpretation of the Bible. So there are a lot of female ministers in, in new thought, um, Christian churches because we are acknowledging that there is a mystical tradition that actually comes from our Hebrew brothers. Um, and <laughs> Rabbi's we, like, what? Yeah. I, want, I want my royalties. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I honor the God in you. And, uh, yeah. so, um, so in that, um, we are able to, when we look at the Bible, we're looking at the Bible and understanding that it was written by men who, who experienced God and tried to transcribe their experiences of God. And just as he said, how is it that you can, 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 can describe the infinite? You do it through your own biases. You do it through your own historical context. So when we look at the Bible, the Bible is something that all of us can use because, as, Tim, as, as Paul said, all scripture is worthy of, of use. So you can use it, but also understand who's writing it. Any book that you, that you, I, I'm very passionate, as you can say, any, any book that you are using for scripture is something that's going to have a historical basis. But very quickly, True. Um, True. the I, service, service is something that speaks very highly to each one of us because the God in us is love and can't see anybody in pain. So if I have a way that I can help you, then that is something that, that we're already convicted on because we know that right. God's presence is here. Everybody's nodding their heads. All yeah. right. Anybody? We have some internship um, openings, so if you want to come work. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Narissa, because you're going to try to take over. Hey. You know, teacher in her. She can't I'm just saying, spiritual teacher. Oh, my yes. gosh. Teacher. I'm just really, I love this discussion. I really want to continue this, and but we're going to have to have like a part two, part three. Make it like a quarterly. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I would say part four. Yeah. 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 Part yeah. four. Okay. Because we, we, we still, we, we didn't cover a lot of other religions. I wanted to get a Hindu, a uh, we, did, we didn't do part two and part three yet. She's already in part four. <laughs> no, no, you know, you, you know what it's like. You know what it's like. Yeah. I'm working on my second million. The first one didn't work out. <laughs> but we are talking about God. God well, can get us from one to four very, manifest. very quickly. He will I want to be this rabbi's agent. I love him. I book you all over the country. <laughs> Showtime's at uh, 8 and 11. So, yeah. so if you guys want to just kind of go around the room and just share whether how to reach you or if you want to just promote your you know, church or whatever. Go ahead. Let's do that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, 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 I run the Chabad Jewish Center here in the Rao, um, but our work is not just about reaching to Jews primarily, anyone. It's not just about any specific growth of a, what I call a, a, a building of bricks and mortar. It really is about making the world a better place. And, and believe it or not, one person at a time. I think we all agree on I that. I love it. And um, it's just what I would say, the message to all the people here, I don't see your faces. I maybe never will. Don't know who you are. Um, but one thing we certainly have in common, we all are creatures of God. We've all been put here for a purpose. 
and just make that purpose meaningful. It's not always about, you know, like, you know, today it's all about me, me, me. No, it's about you, you, you. It's about what could I do to make the world a better place. And if we just spend a few moments a day, I'm not asking anyone, not myself, because I certainly don't do it, certainly don't do it enough, but just spend a few moments of our precious time you know, I'm talking about the precious time, the time that otherwise we'd be spending on important things like, you know, looking at Facebook and you know, <laughs> watching the news, taking care of world events, you know, like yeah, things that we really have control yeah, right. over. Think of one good deed that you can do that day to lighten up someone's life. That's it. That's all you need. That is God. If I had to summarize it, that is you taking God and channeling it to God's world. Beautiful. Amen. Amen. All right. Ashe, shalom. All of that. Um, I, I really just want to promote being peaceful and being with the presence. One thing that I have to make myself practice is my daily meditation, reading of the word and then meditating on the word that helps center, center me. I am by no way perfect. And I find when I'm getting off course, I have to get back on course. So the only thing I want to promote is to study. I love um, hayhouse.com. I love studying about um, spirituality. I love utc.org. I love all of these things. Agapelive.com. All of these things that can help me reach my full potential of simply being. And once you do that, you're going to be kind to one another. You're going to release your ego. Um, I love. I love everything. <laughs> I love everything. Everything. And of course, I love Simone for bringing this topic to light. Thank Amen. you. Now Thank we're you speaking so about real love. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> real love. <laughs> uh, my name is Melissa Cancio, and um, I'm a medium. And if you want to reach me, at, uh, you can go to our, my website, which is heavencanyouhearme.com, which is ironic. Heaven, can you hear It's not Beautiful. ironic. It's, yep. I knew who I, who I was calling. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would be happy to help you. And if anything, there's a lot of content on the website, so maybe you just need to to read up, and uh, that, the message will reach you there. Uh, yeah, thank she, you so much. She for was on. A, it was a pleasure having you back. She was on a show um, called uh, What was it called? Is Deja Vu Real? Yeah. And we talked about past lives, and she blew us all away. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Thanks again for being here. Of course. I'm Minister Darrell Davis-Knight. I can be reached at Knight at BellSouth.com. I'm sorry, BellSouth.net, and that's D-U-R-R-E-L-L-K-N-I-G-H-T at BellSouth.net. One of the scriptures um, in the New Testament says that God is a spirit, um, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And so I said that to say that I just encourage people to find um, their spiritual being, whatever that is because this is not a show to persuade anyone to believe right. um, in Jesus Christ or become a Christian, but to find that spiritual base and then to find the truth, what it is that make you um, that beautiful being that you say that you are. You know, I love that because I, I, I want to encourage seeking, doing yes. your research and yes. find out what speaks to you. Yes. And I say there's, maybe there's one God, if, if everybody believes that, but we all have a different number to call him. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you have a cell number, I got his pager, you got his, <laughs> you got his house pager. number. I don't, I don't know, I'm taking it back. God's more up to date. God's not a drug dealer. One electronic device. You know what I'm saying? I heard it all. What? <laughs> I love Rabbi B. She went to oh, Facebook. Present. He's on Facebook too. Yeah, she's going to yeah. do his press release. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, 
here's okay. You can reach me at narissastreet.com. That's number one. Um, I am always doing some sort of wonderful event where I am serving someone in the community. So you can find out about my event that I'm having uh, coming up. But more than that, I think what's most important is that everybody who is listening, everybody who is in this room, has a light. And that light, whether you believe it or not, has been given to you by something bigger than yourself. And so whatever you need to do, whatever you need to access, whatever you need to, wherever you get your inspiration, find it and clean off and get rid of whatever would keep you from shining your light. Because your light is going to save someone else. You are that important. Okay, and so please, Simone was shining her light. And she shined her light so bright that she got all of us here. And so we're hoping to reach out to you and just just shine, shine, shine your light. And don't be afraid of your, your biggest desires. Wonderful. I, I, feel, I feel like I, I need to like pass around a collection. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I did want to give a nice little, this is a good segue to every morning from 5 to 9 a.m. We have a show called the Me Time Escape Show where there's um, relaxing music to meditate, pray, whatever it is you want to do. There's some guided meditations. But I, that's something that I encourage all my clients to do every single day to make that connection. Whatever it is you believe, make a connection before you leave the house and step out the house. So that way you're kind of grounded and you're, you're focused. But um, I thought that makes our, our network a little unique, you know, where we have a show called the Me Time Escape Show, like focus on getting grounded before you leave the house. I'm a business consultant, and I always tell everybody pray is the ask and meditation is the answer. Mm -hmm. So even as a business consultant, I tell my clients do some prayer and meditation because the universe will reach you where you are. And I do it every day before I leave the house, too. And how do you pay the bills? Oh, I pay the bills well because I'm She's already, listening real good. I'm doing out to She's do the universe work when I step out of my door. Well, um, I'm just very happy that this, this show turned out great. I don't have to call any bouncers in. <laughs> I not ring any bells or anything. So I just want to thank here. you again. Yeah, you, can, I, you can put the stick down now, okay? Okay. Is your your yeah. wife is waiting outside probably. I said you can put the stick down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a stick. But um, I just want to thank you. I honor you all for being here. And I'm, I'm so excited because we're going to do this again. And Thanks definitely, for having us. Yes. yes so thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Remember, this is a 24-hour radio network. We have uh, positive talk shows every single day from 9 to 5. Well, not 9 to 5. 24 hours. 24 hours. hours. Yeah, where did I get 9 to 5 from? Thinking of a regular job. That's like a dirty word to me. Um. <laughs> Actually, you remind me of something. What's that? There was, this, there was this bodega on the corner, of, you know, two blocks away from where I lived in Brooklyn. What? On the gate that they would pull down at night, it said open 24 hours. Uh. <laughs> I'm not making this up. That's us. We're at the bodega. You can tell you're from New York, right? Who says so like New York. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I just I just love you guys. The energy in here has been awesome. I'm just so happy um, that this turned out fabulous, and we're gonna have have you back again. So for those listening again, keep it locked on Own Your Power Radio. Remember, anything you want is attainable. Own your power.